Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. On this Friday, could it possibly be that the Jets have another option at quarterback? And it's a former MVP. Not too long ago, in fact, in the league, it is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average, we've got so much to get to in this jam-packed show. Through the next few hours, we're going to get to the best trio right now to win a championship in the NBA going into the second half of this season, and why Justin Fields is not even remotely wrong with his latest comments. But for the moment, let's get it rolling. Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start. And that place to start is with Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and the New York Jets. Mr. Canty, it's amazing. Here we are sitting and talking about Aaron Rodgers being the Jets' best option. We're talking about uh, we're talking about Derek Carr being the best option. We're talking about all of these other quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill, and yet. We are not considering one in particular. Here is Peter King yesterday on football or of Football Morning in America on the Rich Eisen Show. We all think, and I think you think, that the number one step would be Aaron Rodgers. If that doesn't work, could the number two step be Lamar Jackson? I think the Jets are going to have <clears throat> a very tough decision mm. on their hands. And, you know, I think they will go after Rodgers if he does play. And if they don't get him, I think they will at least uh, put their sniffers out and and seriously consider Lamar Jackson. As they should. And he went on to say that the Baltimore Ravens are more likely to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which would mean that you could actually sign him Uh, for giving up two first-round picks to a contract, and the Ravens would want to make sure that they don't lose him for nothing. Wow. That's off the charts, and it's something that the Jets should not screw around with and immediately do should that become available because he is the number one option for the New York Jets if that happens. The other thing to consider here is the New York Jets have not had an MVP ever 
in their franchise history. They have not had a, an MVP vote for a player since 1972 and Joe Namath. Think about that. Not one player has ever even received a vote, Canty, for MVP for the New York Jets. If somehow... He becomes available. They cannot screw around. Here's $235 million guaranteed. Let's make it happen, Captain. Well, here's the thing, Carlin. It's not revisionist history. We said this uh, about a month ago when we were speculating on whether or not the Jets should go after Aaron Rodgers. If it's going to cost you multiple draft picks, wouldn't you want to go after a quarterback that has more runway and is going into his prime rather than a guy that's in the twilight of his career? It just seems to make sense, and the fact that you can negotiate directly with Lamar Jackson just makes things that much easier in terms of getting this contract done, signing him to an offer sheet, and being it one that the Baltimore Ravens don't have the ability to match. Now, are you comfortable giving a quarterback with his style of play a fully guaranteed contract? If you're Woody Johnson, you absolutely should because you haven't shown the ability to be able to develop quarterbacks. So think about this. Lamar Jackson at 26 years old, you've got – 10 years of runway to compete for a championship. And you're at a point right now with your roster construction and program building where you can absorb a huge contract like that because you're not paying a lot of guys top of the market money. So it makes sense on several different fronts for this to be the first course of action for the New York Jets. Now, Kenty, enlighten me for a second. Why ever... Would it be the thought of the Baltimore Ravens to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson and allow him to walk away for two first-round picks? I I understand it's two first-round picks, but you have to go and find another quarterback. And as we look in this league, that is not easy to do because look at how many different people are looking for quarterbacks this offseason. It would be absurd to let him walk away on that kind of a situation. I don't understand why you wouldn't make him exclusive. Well, the Ravens have about $28 million in cap space this offseason, so if you put the exclusive franchise tag on him, that goes for $45 million in 2023 for quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Carlin, that would preclude the Baltimore Ravens from doing any other business this offseason, and their roster has some holes that need to be filled. So I don't know that they can afford to go that route with the exclusive franchise tag. So that brings into question the non-exclusive franchise tag. If you look at it from the Ravens' standpoint, if Lamar is unwilling to sign a contract that you're offering and he'd rather sign an offer sheet with somebody else, then that means that you're going to get two first-round draft picks. Now, That's not to say that Lamar Jackson is going to leave if you put him under the non-exclusive franchise tag because he still has the option to sign a deal with you. Um, So it just depends on where the relationship is at. But, Carlin, I can't imagine that it's in a good place given how these negotiations have played out over the last calendar year. Look, how, how could it be in a good place? And I would argue, yes, I understand that about the cap, can't he? But I would argue they can't afford to do that to allow him to walk away, even though that's what the number uh, would be. We're talking about somebody that does uh, make up for a lot of other holes on your roster. That is a force multiplier that makes other players better. And they have cap issues, but you can always find ways around that. Are they going to have trouble getting better in other spots? Yeah, maybe they will, but can't he? 
They're going to have a lot more trouble if they are trying to figure out how to re-sign Ty Huntley to play quarterback for them as opposed to Lamar Jackson. That is a much, much bigger concern, and that's why when it comes to the cap, I, I get that. $45 million is a lot of money, but as we have talked about all week long, $45 million is actually more than fair for Lamar Jackson at the moment. Well, consider this, Carlin. Maybe it's a situation where Baltimore says, we might be in the quarterback market this year for a team that goes ahead and makes the decision to sign him away. We'll use that draft capital to move up the draft board and get a quarterback of our choosing and reset the quarterback clock within our franchise. I don't know that that's what they want to do. Um, it's a huge jump from where they're at to where the quarterbacks are expected to be taken. Their first pick is at number 23 overall. But Carlin, that's not something that's off the board given the options that they have. I, I, again, this is not up to the Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be up to Lamar Jackson. They could put a fully guaranteed contract in front of him, and he can decide he's not going to sign it because he knows other organizations are going to give him a similar deal, if not more money. So, yeah, this is in Lamar's court. He can just sit back and watch how all of this unfolds and field phone calls and pick the best option for him in terms of where he wants to continue his football future. I just, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, this is the bed that you made by not paying Lamar Jackson sooner rather than later. And let this be a cautionary tale to teams that have quarterbacks that are difference makers that play out the string and don't pay that guy as soon as possible. The Ravens have completely screwed it up. And and this is very un-Raven-like. When you look back at when Ozzie Newsom was running the show, well, Ozzie, Ozzie Newsom ain't running the show. Exactly, and that's it's the, Eric and that's Costa the now, difference. and, and I don't know if it's Costa or Bishotti who was so vocal it, it, about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it was Bishotti. Bishotti didn't like the fact that this was a new precedent that had been established by the Cleveland Browns, but Cleveland had to do this type of deal in order to keep Deshaun Watson from signing with his hometown team in the Atlanta Falcons. So. I understand how it all played out and what the dynamics were, but now that's a precedent that Lamar Jackson and other quarterbacks are looking at, and they're saying, well, we know that if a team is desperate enough for a signal caller, that is the lengths that they're willing to go in order to get one of us in-house. And so that's what the Ravens have to contend with. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny this morning. The other part is, let's go back to the Jets for a second, more importantly. We can talk about the risk all you want. For the Jets... There's no risk. There, there's no, you know what? What are you risking? Another few years of futility? The Jets have not done anything in 50 years. I mean, think about that stat I gave you a few minutes ago, Canty. They have not had one player receive any vote, any vote for MVP since Joe Namath in 1972, who finished third. Not a vote. I mean, that's how far away from having a franchise quarterback as they have been, and you immediately bring in somebody who is going to make everybody else better. You might have to worry about the injury, but I'm not going to worry about it to the point where it's going to stop me from doing it when I'm getting a guy who is entering his prime, who is getting better and better. And if I have to navigate a game or two or, or three without Lamar Jackson... Canty, I think at the end of the year, he absolutely could have played but was doing the smart thing uh, be, by trying to find his way to the uh, to the offseason and not making yep. things worse and not playing when he wasn't 100%, so he's not allowing the Ravens to use it against him. 
Well, yeah, I've got a $250 million lottery ticket in my pocket. Why am I going to give that away and risk injury when the organization that's asking me to step out there isn't willing to compensate me? That just doesn't make sense. Nobody in their right mind would make that decision. But, Carlin, to your point about the injuries, Lamar Jackson played in 12 games this year. They were 8-4 and four in those games. That was a big part of why they made the playoffs, because Lamar Jackson is so effective. And, yeah, we got to consider his usage rate and how they ask him to do so much, not only be the focal point of the passing game, but also the focal point of the run game. But, Carlin, based on how the Ravens have operated on the offensive side of the ball, they've had a lot of team success since Lamar Jackson was installed as the starting quarterback in Week 10 of 2018. Think about this, Carlin. Since he became the full-time starter in Baltimore, there are only four quarterbacks in the National Football League that have more wins in him during that span. Yeah. You know who those four quarterbacks are? Well, the first one's Mahomes, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, Mahomes, yep. Josh Allen, yep. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Yeah. Pretty, pretty damn get good list to be on. Not you bad. <laughs> not, not a bad list to be on. So when you start talking about the injury concerns, yeah, I, I, I hear that. But I push back with this guy gives us a chance to be in the playoffs every single year. They've made the playoffs four of the five years he's been the starting quarterback. What more are you looking for if you're the New York Jets? Hell, you ain't been in the playoffs since 2010. It's the longest playoff drought in the National Football League. What the hell are we talking about? We're not talking about being reticent to roll the dice here because it's not rolling the dice. There's a risk there's an irresponsible risk, and then there's a calculated risk. I will this say this, Carlin. more than a calculated risk. I will say this, Carlin. I've been a proponent of the Jets casting as many lines as they possibly can, bait the hooks, yep. and you reel in whichever quarterback bites first. But I'll say this. If the Ravens tip their hand and put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, then forget about Derek Carr. Forget yep. about Aaron Rodgers. You got him at that point. Absolutely. You got your guy. Because the only thing that keeps you from getting Lamar Jackson is money. That's it. At that point, it's just money. You got the draft picks. Who cares about the first round? Give up two first round picks. They gave up. They gave up the number two overall pick two years ago when they drafted Zach Wilson. They, they essentially burned that pick. So who cares about the two first round draft picks? Especially the one in 2024, because if you got Lamar Jackson, that's going to be in the 20s anyway. You know why? You're in the playoffs. And there are too many other things that you already have in place that makes you a Super Bowl championship contender immediately. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. One of the biggest 2023 hiring challenges is standing out to top talent. Break through the clutter and attract the most qualified candidates for your team with ZipRecruiter's matching technology. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Up next, which would you rather be, cold and losing or warm and winning? It's actually a question. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow Grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The Jets give up a fully guaranteed contract and two first round picks if, in fact, Lamar Jackson does get the non exclusive franchise tag. 888. 888- 729-3776-888-SAY-ESPN. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. We're opening the lines. Get on board right now on that topic. In just 30 seconds, we get the perspective of ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum, who will join us in a moment. Did you know that several industries like e-commerce, healthcare, and surprisingly hospitality are heading for a hiring boom this spring? If you need to hire qualified candidates ASAP for any of these industries or any other industry, you need ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds qualified candidates and you can invite your top choices to apply. Millions of employers have used ZipRecruiter to help grow their teams. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. We welcome in Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office office insider all right mike how should first of all the ravens proceed here with lamar jackson if they can't get a deal done before the window opens for the franchise tag to be applied yeah then you have to franchise him guys um he's too good too talented and remarkably as chris and i was talking about on uh, get up a few minutes ago he's only 26 years old so if i'm the ravens um i'm either signing him or I'm tagging him. Are you tagging him with the exclusive or the non-exclusive, Mike? Yeah, that's a good question. Probably non-exclusive, um, but boy, uh, someone could go after him, and I think it could be the Jets or the Falcons that would strongly consider giving up two first-round picks for him. So, so Mike T, do, do you think that it's likely that the Baltimore Ravens get this done with Lamar Jackson, or do you think that the relationship has soured to the point where it's irreparable and he forces his way out of town? Yeah, Chris, that's a great question. Very few people on the planet actually know what that is. Um, 
look, you know, when we're talking about 175 million and up in guaranteed monies, you think that could, you know, save any relationship, right? Um, mm. Hopefully, both sides could, you know, get in a room and say, hey, let's throw out the high, let's throw out the low, let's just sit down and commit to not leaving this room until we figure something out that both sides could live with. Mike uh, Edward. We're always under the assumption that there only has to be one, right? You mentioned the Jets and the Falcons. Will a team out there be willing to give him a fully guaranteed contract? Um, I think so. I think if you're desperate, you you might do that. I think if he was going to get a fully guaranteed contract, guys, my expectations are it would come from somebody not Baltimore. And if you're desperate enough and – not saying the Baltimore took it for granted, but I think if they were going to franchise, uh, give them a fully guaranteed deal, it would have uh, happened by now. So, Mike, that takes us to your former organization, the New York Jets. If you're Joe Douglas, you're in the conversation for these prospective quarterbacks that are available, whether it's free agency or trade. Do you make Lamar Jackson your top priority if, in fact, the Ravens put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him? Or are you still sniffing around Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr? I'm starting with Rodgers because you're not giving up two ones. Um, but after that, I'm looking at Lamar. Again, just given his age and his production, again, we talked about this, Chris. He's had over 100 touchdown passes, another 24 rushing. He's a point scorer. He's been a league MVP. Um, every team has to game plan for him every time he's on the field. So um, he's, you know, no one wants to give up two first-round picks, but if you're going to do it, it's for a young, difference-making quarterback. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Mike, as we look at Aaron Rodgers right now, how should the Packers proceed? How should other teams proceed when they're looking at their quarterback position? How long can the Packers and teams afford to wait? Yeah, that's the tough part, right? At least if you're Green Bay, you're seeing you know shades of improvement from Jordan Lowe. So, to me, I, I want to do everything I can to uh, get an answer ASAP. If I'm another team, I've already asked for permission a month ago. So, behind the scenes, I, I, I want to see if he's interested in playing and, and realistically if we have a chance at him. Mike, how important is it for the Eagles to get a deal worked out with Jalen Hurts this offseason? And if it is important, what does the deal look like? $50 million a year. If I'm the Eagles, I can go as long as possible. I don't think there's anything more important than you have a young, greatly improved player that beat out Carson Wentz, and now the rest is history. So that market's only going to go up. And I heard someone really smart on TV today talk about, you know, the YouTube deal and the Amazon (laughs) deal and how much the cap's going to go up. So I'm just going to try to get that deal done as quickly as possible. Mike, uh, as we look at the, the situation with the Eagles and Hurts, we've been talking about this a lot the last couple of weeks. Canty and I have at least the idea that the dynamic has changed with the cap going where it's going with all those deals that you're talking about, is it going to be less prohibitive to sign quarterbacks to these mega deals when it comes to constructing the rest of your roster, or is it just a case of percentages going up? Yeah. I mean, if I'm representing a quarterback, I'm I'm going with percentages and, um, but clearly I'm going to try to get on the front end of it. You know, like Chris talked about this morning, the cap's only going to keep going up, and I want to be as aggressive as I can to get these deals done because they're just going to keep going up and up. And I'm going to try to, again, the other side's certainly going to play the percentages, but with the cap pushing 228 this year and up from there, um, you know, we're going to look back in a couple of years and say, like, wow, $40 million a year is a bargain. 
Mike, what should the Chicago Bears do with Justin Fields? Trade him. I like Bryce Young better. I think Justin Fields is a B. I think Bryce Young has a chance to be an A-plus despite his size. Um, I think he's really special, great flexibility, great anticipation, great arm strength. And I try to reset that rookie contract clock, and I'd certainly try to get as many picks as I could for Justin Fields and build my team around Bryce Young. See, but here's my question, Mike. The, the Bears are in an incredibly unique position with all the cap room, with having somebody that we all think can be a franchise quarterback. Is resetting the salary or the contract number really worth it when you are rolling the dice, even if you think that this guy can be that? You already know what Justin Fields can be. Yeah, I, I would just from a standpoint of I, I just think Bryce Young has a chance to be an A, and then I could go out and use all this other cap room that they have and create and run and play like the Jaguars and go get Brandon Sheriff and Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk. And, you know, I become a much better team because I have a quarterback that could be really good if well-protected and hopefully get, you know, a number of draft choices in trading Justin Fields. Mike, in, in continuing with this, this line of thinking, do you view Justin Fields as a difference maker at the quarterback position in today's NFL? Possibly. You know, he has – over the last couple of years, 140 uh, what we call negative plays between sacks, fumbles, and interceptions. That's more than anybody else, and he only played in 27 games. Now, with that said, it was a terrible offensive line. He's mm. gotten better. Um, and we just saw players like Geno Smith and Jalen Hurts. We've seen Josh Allen get better. We saw Patrick Mahomes sit for a year. Um, so certainly, it's. I would say his trajectory is going up. But my concern is, you know, those negative plays are still there. And if I have an opportunity to get the better quarterback and Bryce Young, that's what I'm going to do. Mike, great stuff. Appreciate the time. And I'm glad at least the dog disagrees about Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. I, and I got two knucklehead teenagers that disagree with anything I say. It's not limited to the Chicago Bear quarterback situation. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider Thanks. with Canty and Carlin. Appreciate it, Mike. Great stuff as always. NBA All-Star Weekend continues with State Farm All-Star Saturday night. Radio coverage presented by Indeed begins tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Carlin, I I couldn't disagree with Mike Tannenbaum more. I agree. When it comes to what the Bears should do with the number one overall pick and what the Chicago Bears should do with Justin Fields. It, It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean... I get that you do have to, the number one overall pick and you have to do your due diligence, but Carlin, there are two questions that the Bears need to be asking themselves about what they should do with the number one overall pick in their current quarterback room. Number one, do I have a quarterback that's a difference maker? I think Justin Fields answered that question with a resounding yes this year. You're talking about a guy that accounted for 25 total touchdowns, had 1,100 yards rushing, Carlin. He didn't have another 1,000-yard rusher on his team, and he didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver. So so it's clear he can be a difference maker, especially when you put talent around him. Second question that they have to ask themselves, what can they get for the pick, Carlin? Now, I get it. you got to have somebody that's willing to give you commensurate value for the number one overall selection to justify trading down. But, Carlin, That's likely going to happen. Since 2010, you've had 10 drafts that had multiple quarterbacks go in the first round. Eight of those 10 drafts saw a quarterback go number one. Now, across those 10 drafts, Carlin, you've had 10 trades into the top 10 for a quarterback. 10! 
Mm-hmm. So there's no question that there's going to be teams that want to trade up to number one to have their pick of the quarterbacks. Get a haul for the number one overall pick and use the near $100 million in cap space to surround Justin Fields with a ton of talent and then see what he can do in terms of not only elevating the play of those around him, but elevating this organization to a position where they can have sustained success. And, and Canty, to that point, think about the fact that over that same period, since 2010, the first-round quarterback hit rate, in other words, you know, what teams are batting, so to speak, when selecting mm. a first-round quarterback, it's about 35%. And I'm not talking about landing Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about landing the guy that can at least handle your team. You know, from Ryan Tannehill up. Yeah. 35%. If I'm the Bears, let somebody else screw that up. I've got my guy. I've got my guy. And at what point, when we're going to talk about all the negative plays, do we factor in that atrocious offensive line? I know sacks are more of a quarterback stat now than maybe they were. But but still, Carlin, he's on. been the most contacted quarterback over the last two years oh. in the NFL. Think about that. And then when you consider the concerns about Bryce Young, you're parachuting Bryce Young essentially into that same situation. How do you think that's going to work out for a quarterback that's under six feet tall and under 200 pounds? Yeah. Canty, let's get some calls in on this because people want to weigh in. The lines are lit. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, 888-SAY-ESPN. Should the Jets give up a fully guaranteed deal north of $230 million and two first-round picks if Lamar Jackson gets the non-exclusive franchise tag? Adam is up first on ESPN Radio. Adam, what do you think, bud? Wow, yeah. I, I just wanted to comment it was actually last show the same thing to make sure understandably why you would pick him over Aaron Rodgers even Derek Carr you're talking about a guy Aaron Rodgers I'll just make sure it's clear because some people think and guys that you know host the show usually and other people that Aaron Rodgers is a guy don't forget the last play that basically ended the past season was to beat the Lions was an interception basically mm-hmm. and throughout his career he's not the guy like Mahomes who's taken over Tom Brady in a sense for winning and always doing whatever is necessary, sacrificing the body, doing whatever it takes to be a winner. He doesn't ex- ex- show that. And he would only give you a year, and he would cost $40, $50 million. So it's crazy to think that the conversation would even be, let's bring in maybe Aaron's we want to win now, and, and that no matter what it takes. No way. Lamar Jackson has a, a, a possibility to have a lot, like at least five to seven great years, as long as they're willing to see his value. Like you just had the historical Super Bowl with the two black Super Bowls, uh, two black quarterbacks, and their talent is about running and passing. So I cannot believe they can't. They would even think that Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be forty soon, would actually, or whatever how old he is, would be even in the conversation. Oh, because he has all this talent and all this. Adam, I here's just, the thing, and and appreciate the call. I I don't understand if a guy like this could be available. How you could not do it because yes. the guy like this doesn't become available, can't he? I, yeah, I mean, it, even with Russell Wilson last year, that was surprising, but he was a lot further down the line and he had shown signs of decline. Yeah, Russ was 34. I mean, Lamar Jackson is 26. Russ never won an MVP, Lamar has. So I think you have a tremendous amount of runway if he becomes your starting quarterback. And to that last caller's point, why would you trade a first-round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers when you can take two ones and get Lamar Jackson, who can be around for the next decade plus? 
it's not unreasonable to think that Lamar can play into his mid thirties no. uh, with the with the New York Jets or wherever he ends up playing under his new contract. So I, I, I just think it's a no brainer situation. Now we'll find out more next week when the franchise tag window opens. But depending on what the Ravens do and which tag is applied. I think that's when you start to see the Jets' plan on how they're going to approach their strategy around quarterback take shape for this offseason. John, up next on ESPN Radio. John, what do you think on Lamar? Yes, uh, I'm just not too sure that I would want Lamar because uh, it seems like the last two seasons he either had something or quit on his team in the last month and a half of the last two seasons. I don't think I'm giving him the guaranteed money. Let me ask you a question. Canty, if if you asked teammates of Lamar Jackson right now, after this season, do any of them blame him for what he did? No, nobody questions the sports character of Lamar Jackson. Thank nobody, you. not only in the Baltimore Ravens organization, but in the entire NFL. And this whole business about quitting on his team, stop it, Carlin. Yep. The guy was injured. Now, do, do you want him to play through that injury that he was dealing with? Yeah, but I mean, when you consider all of the factors, and the the the, the biggest one being the guy having a two hundred fifty million dollar lotto ticket in his pocket that can only get get jeopardized if he gets hurt. Why would Lamar put himself in harm's way, especially for an organization that tries to tell him at every turn that he's not worth what he's asking for? Nobody in their right mind, whether they're in pro football or any other line of work, would do that to themselves. Nobody. So stop this business about Lamar Jackson quitting on his team. Lamar Jackson's made the right business decision. I'm hurt. I am not going to risk further injury and jeopardize my financial security long term. Not going to do it. Cantia Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits. And one of the country's top workplaces will come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Up next, Canty, Justin Field said something yesterday that probably not going over too well in the city of Chicago. We'll address in moments on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Justin Fields yesterday on Pardon My Take podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. In reference to Chicago and the weather, not sure this went over too well, Canty. Yes, it is very difficult to adjust to it, especially with the wind. That's what I found out. That's what it is all about is the wind. It can be cold. It can be 10 degrees, but with no wind, you're fine. But with that 15-mile-an-hour, 20-mile-an-hour wind, you can't fight it. It's tough. When it's that cold, you have to bundle up. I feel way slower in that cold. It's hard to stay warm in that weather. I hope we get a dome. I don't care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights. I hope we get a dome, end quote, from Justin Fields yesterday. Uh, I know that folks in Chicago may hate that because Mm. of the pride that they take in the weather and the fact that they are a tough group of people. There's no doubt with having to deal with that kind of weather for so much Mm. of the year, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. My wife is from Chicago and she can't stand the cold, especially when you start talking about January and February. That cold smack you in your face, Carla. (laughs) And we're not talking about a New York City tri-state area type of cold. No, 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 no. No, we're we're talking about that lake effect Arctic blast type of snow and type of cold. And I don't, I'm not a, here's the thing. I don't mind Justin Fields saying the quiet part out loud when it comes to this particular situation, Mm. because it's not as if Justin Fields hasn't shown that he can play in cold weather, Carlin. His second best game from a passer rating standpoint came this past December in the cold, Carlin. You're talking about it being 17 degrees and 17 mile per hour winds. That that's, was his second best passer rating game of his career. So it's not as if he hadn't shown he could play in the cold in the NFL or in the collegiate ranks. But he's just saying, we would, I would rather play in a dome if that is a potential 
um, is if there's the potential for it on the horizon for this organization. So I, I don't mind it at all. And, Carlin, just to take it a step further, don't we all want to see the conditions be somewhat controlled when we're talking about the best athletes in the world competing? Yeah. Don't we all want to see that? I mean, isn't yeah. that the point of us having Super Bowls in warm weather climates or in domes so we don't have those inclement weather situations adversely impacting the game or our viewing experience? Like, to me, that's the part of it. Like, I get the nostalgia of, oh, I remember the snow game on Thanksgiving between the Cowboys and the, and the Dolphins. Okay, that's great. Or I remember uh, the, the, the game with Tom Brady and the tuck rule. Okay, that's great. But ideally, Carlin, we don't want the weather to be the the overarching factor when it comes to who wins a competition. Can't we you? just I don't. Sat, I, and I, I don't mind Justin Fields saying that. I sat in the in the uh, the cold rain and snow at met at uh, the old Giant Stadium for a Jet Steeler game that was six three, and it was one mm. of the most miserable days of my life. And it took me an, it took me like at least at least eighteen hours to actually warm up again. So no, no, put a dome on it. Let me enjoy a few hours in the warmth, and I can actually enjoy a beer as opposed to you know the beer freezing its way through almost. Let's let's get a couple of calls on the fields aspect of this though from folks out in Chicago. Brian is up first on ESPN Radio. Brian, what's going on? All right, guys. Yes, he said the quiet part out loud. There's no such thing as bare weather. Look at our record the last few years. It's bad. No, the cold doesn't help us. It hurts us. And if you stick little Bryce Young in that weather behind that line, I don't care who we sign. That poor man will get cracked in half. Canty, you know this. 5'10", 185, that means 5'9 175. He wouldn't last. Damn, bomb, terrible taste. And by the way, can we point out that the Lions and the Vikings are in domes, two other teams in your division, and the only reason the Packers aren't is because of Lambeau Field? Like, why am I giving those guys the advantage to play at their best and I'm not taking advantage of that? Why am I doing that? Let's get to Paul next on ESPN Radio. Paul, what's up? Uh, getting off the bench, boys. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say, why doesn't the field, why don't the Bears take both young and then see what the, the best option is and then draft, you know, trade one later. So and keep, then, uh, so draft Bryce Young and keep Justin Fields? Draft Bryce Young, let him battle it out, then you got two good quarterbacks. It sounds no. better than not having one. Nope, absolutely not. That would make no, no mistake. It would make no sense. And Canty, that's not getting my team better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you need assets to rebuild this team. Now, you have a ton of cap space, but you could also use the draft picks. And right now, Carlin, the Bears are in a pretty good spot. They've got seven total draft picks through the first five rounds, and they can add to it if they trade down from number one overall. So, to me, you, you, you know, keeping both quarterbacks is not a situation that's tenable. You, you have to flip one and get assets. It's just that I would roll with the more proven commodity in Justin Fields versus a projection in Bryce Young. I think, as we have seen so many times before, in the next month and a half, you will see the price on that first first overall pick go up, and the Bears are going to be able to capitalize. What went wrong in Brooklyn? We hear from Durant next. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.